This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Dr. Michael Thucker, CIO and Associate Dean of Technology and Digital Solutions at Stanford Healthcare and School of Medicine, and also a clinical professor of medicine. Dr. Pfeffer, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thanks so much, Laura. It's always a pleasure to, to have an opportunity to chat with you. Now, I know we've got a lot to talk about in the health IT space, but before we dive into that, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure, absolutely. Um, so my background is in internal medicine. I'm a hospitalist and got involved in informatics uh, at uh, UCLA Health in the transition to uh, putting in an electronic health record and uh, became the CIO there and had uh, 17 wonderful years total at, at, at UCLA, um, both in my training and as CMIO and CIO, uh, and then transitioned to Stanford a little over seven months ago, where I serve as the uh, Chief Information Officer and Associate Dean. Um, I also am uh, still practicing as a hospitalist here uh, and uh, very much enjoy the combination of health IT and still getting to see uh, patients and teach residents and medical students. Fantastic. Well, I, I'm wondering, what was it like to switch um, switch jobs and switch health systems during the pandemic? Yeah, I think it, uh, it's a very interesting time in using technology, uh, particularly uh, video uh, conferencing, to build those relationships and learn about the organization and meet people. So I had to be a little bit creative in terms of um, really thinking about how, how is it that I can get to know people at a, at a personal level and professional level through the video channels uh, as a lot of uh, our teams are working remote. So I think that was um, something that uh, was a really important learning point for me and uh, hopefully has gone uh, pretty well as, I gotten, as I've gotten to meet um, an incredible number of people here and learn about what uh, makes them uh, excited to be at Stanford and uh, excited about things outside of Stanford as well. Got it, absolutely. Well, that sounds fantastic. And now seven months in to your time at Stanford, what are the issues that you're spending most of your time on today? I think there's a lot of really, really interesting uh, opportunities uh, in health IT that I don't necessarily think are unique to Stanford, but we're really excited that uh, here we uh, launched the inaugural role for the chief data scientist of Stanford Healthcare, and that's uh, Dr. Nigam Shaw, and that's really to focus on applied uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning in the healthcare space. You know, Stanford is truly a leader in artificial intelligence. Um, and so we're really thinking about how do we accelerate this into the healthcare space? How do we make sure we have the key operational aspects uh, in place in the IT organization to maintain, monitor, and grow um, artificial intelligence algorithms as they move into the clinical, financial, and operational space of a health system? So we have some of these already uh, operating in place, such as a uh, palliative care algorithm. And um, so we're really excited uh, to expand upon this. We have a lot in radiology as well. So uh, it, it, it's really about building that, that framework uh, and making it um, 
know, really accessible to all of our, our faculty and our patients. So that's one piece. I think we're also focusing a lot in, again, not unique, is digital patient experience. Really want to have a, a seamless experience. We have a, um, a, a developed in-house a patient portal that is really uh, incredible in that it is a one-stop shop for our patients that has context awareness. So uh, changes as our patients um, come into the hospital or the emergency room or the perioperative space. Uh, in addition to the ambulatory experience. So it, it, it really is uh, a, a unique um, digital experience that has very, very high usage. So we're very proud of that. But similar to the digital patient experience, there's also the digital employee experience. So this really gets to removing complexity and improving usability of the technologies that all of our clinicians and uh, staff use. Uh, a good example of this is a, a focus on in-basket uh, messages and how do we streamline that, as well as just in generally, in, in general, removing complexity from our systems. Uh, I'll also want to mention a little bit about transforming clinical trials management. So we have a, a, a very large project that is working on uh, streamlining and transforming how we do. Um, clinical trials management here, which uh, we're really excited about as well. Um, and then I think the final thing I'll mention is, uh, and probably one of the most important things, is talent in IT. How do we retain our incredible talent here? How do we recruit new talent as we move into even more complex and transformative spaces? Um, you know, IT talent in healthcare is so critical. It's the people that really make all of this happen, not so much the technology. And so making sure we have an incredible place to work um, for our IT professionals is top of mind for me. Got it. That makes a lot of sense and just is so interesting here on all accounts and thinking about, you know, the way technology and artificial intelligence can really um, transform the healthcare delivery process. But then, too, the last thing that you mentioned in terms of the talent in the health IT space, I know it, it's incredibly competitive, um, you know, for talent in technology all the way across the board, but especially in healthcare. And when you look at making um, Stanford a great place for IT specialists and, and people in the technology field to, to work at, what do you see as being really paramount, um, you know, that, that you can I guess, share with us about uh, what you do to really recruit and retain top talent. I think it has uh, to do a lot with the mission. So making sure that our IT professionals feel connected to the mission of patient care, research, and education. So we have examples where uh, team members that participate on enabling research projects are end up being on papers. Uh, which is really amazing and being part of the actual uh, um, publication and research around that. So working very closely with our incredible uh, principal investigators, our faculty, uh, is really a rewarding experience. Um, being part of training our future uh, clinicians, whether they be medical students, residents, nurses, is really an exciting place to be in our educational technology teams play a huge role in that, especially 
with the changes required uh, with the pandemic, uh, we really didn't skip a beat. So that connection is really important. And then within the IT organization, what culture do we want? And how do we make sure that everyone in the IT organization has uh, a say in driving our strategies, our culture, what we want to be, professional development, things of that nature, I think is really, really critical. And, um, and, a, and a significant focus on equity, uh, diversity, and inclusion within the IT organization and how that is absolutely necessary to uh, promote health equity. Because the technologies we build, we have to have uh, that lens. Uh, otherwise, uh, we're not going to be thinking about how technology uh, impacts health equity. That's a really great point and so interesting to think about those different perspectives on the IT team, really then translating and making a difference to um, having the health equity and ability for um, all different types of people to access care within the healthcare system. Along those lines, how do you see healthcare delivery changing in the next five years? What technologies are most essential to support that shift? Yeah, it's a great question. And I think you'll you ask five people, you'll get 10, 10 different answers. So I kind of I think about this shift of value, and, and that's been talked about, but I'm looking at it in a little bit of a different light over the next five years, in that the value that people or patients or providers get out of the healthcare, get out of healthcare delivery and working in healthcare, um, I think is is more personal and requires uh, personal preference and personal choices in ways that we are getting better and better at providing. Um, so it, it's kind of a value, individual value proposition to patients, to clinicians, and to society in general. So how do we do that with technology? Well, we really need to get our technology smarter um, in order to better support clinicians and patients. So, you know, a lot of the buzzwords, AI, precision health, wearables, all of these things, um, but being more customized to the patient's needs and easier to use and integrate for our clinicians. So it's, you know, it's really focusing on um, the, the, um, those that are receiving the care and those that are providing the care. I would also say that, you know, I think we're getting better with big data and analytics. This is going to have to become more and more useful for both uh, providers and patients. And I think that's going to happen by um, a little bit more focus on what I'll call small data, which is the um, kind of individualized data that's collected and aggregated into big data. Um, as the smaller data gets more accurate, easier to collect. Um, we're going to get better insights as we bring all that data together. I think that's going to be uh, really important and um, something that our technologists and data scientists are going to play a huge role in. I mentioned health equity. I think this is absolutely critical. We need to weave, weave it into the fabric of all our technologies that we uh, are using in uh, healthcare. And then finally, you know, clinician well-being, it, it's really, I think, front and center now. Uh, it, it, it's so absolutely critical to how we think about 
the user experience, how we design and implement technologies, and how we look towards improving upon automation opportunities to help reduce some of the burden around um, technology and administrative tasks. Got it. That's so interesting to hear. And from your vantage point as both a physician as well as the um, lead executive in the technology department for Stanford, how do you really take both of those um, backgrounds and, and make sure that you are focusing on the clinician well-being and, and can kind of um, get that experience down for them? Because I know, you know, it, it takes a lot to um, get what you need on the IT side, but then at the same time, without overburdening the physicians, it can certainly be a balancing act. For sure. And I think it's, it, it, it really takes a village. I mean, I, I, I'm lucky in the sense that I get to use the technologies uh, that we support, which uh, I think is very, very important to have that level of um, insight in the IT organization leadership. And it's not just me, you know, I, we have uh, incredible informaticists, our chief medical informatics officer and chief nursing informatics officer is part of that. And their teams in really helping us um, improve the usability. Uh, so kind of working together as uh, kind of a giant uh, team focused on this is uh, something that I, I think is absolutely critical to make this happen. Um, we have a concierge program that is in uh, under our uh, CMIO where um, its its focus is on helping improve uh, clinician usability with one-on-one uh, -on -one, um, sessions and uh, other opportunities for people for our providers to uh, get more proficient with the systems. So that's just one example, but it really does take, I think. Uh, uh, continued focus on this. It has to be something we think about with every technology we deploy and um, and then optimize. You know, wh where can we do better? Where, can, where are there opportunities to make the systems more usable? That makes a lot of sense. And before we wrap up our discussion, I had one more question for you. We've talked a lot about some really um, amazing things that are happening in the technology space, but what are you most excited about right now and what makes you nervous? Well, I really believe that health IT is the key to the future of enabling healthcare. So we've got to get it right. And I, I'm excited about that. I'm also nervous about that. Um, I mentioned talent in health IT, this is absolutely going to be critical. And I think I'm excited about it because there's an opportunity to um, bring in technologists who then get very excited about our mission. And I think there's no better mission for a technologist than health healthcare, research, and education. Um, but we have to retain and continue to attract in this very competitive space. And then sustainability. I think we have a, um, an obligation to figure out as the technology continues to grow, storage space continues to grow or storage needs continue to grow, uh, compute power continues to grow. How do we make this all sustainable? Um, and so that's something we've we've kicked off 
here in collaboration with many across Stanford Medicine um, in really thinking about how do we uh, weave sustainability into um, what we do in health IT. Amazing. Well, Dr. Pfeffer, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fantastic discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you, Laura. I really appreciate it.